Welcome to this podcast brought to you by Pointer, the school for journalists. This is Roy Peter Clark, author of the book Writing Tools, and this is the podcast of tool number six, Take It Easy on the Ings. Take it easy on the I-N-G-S. Prefer the simple present or the past form of the verb. An editor once told me the story of how he was trying to figure out what was wrong with a lead to a newspaper story. And he ran into the famous newspaper columnist, Jimmy Breslin. Breslin took a look at it and told him that he thought there were too many ings in the lead. What does that mean? Can a writer use too many words that end with ing? And why should be... Why should that be a problem? Let me offer two reasons why I think ing can weaken a verb. First of all, when I add ing to a verb rather than an s or an ed, it adds a syllable to the word. Let's take the verb to trick. First, I'll add an s, then an ed, which gives me tricks and tricked. Neither change alters the root effect of the verb. Tricking, with its extra syllable, sounds like a different word. The second reason why ing can weaken a verb is that ing words begin to resemble each other. Walking and running and cycling and swimming are all good forms of exercise, but I prefer to point out, at least in writing, that my friend Kelly likes to walk, run, cycle, and swim. Each verb takes a distinctive form. So there's your tool. Take it easy on the ings, prefer the simple present or the past.